This is the story of the people, places, and organizations that make Katy, Texas a great place to live. You're listening to the Katy Podcast. Everybody, it's Titus, and today we're trying something a little different. I had the great honor to be invited by the I Am Katie Network podcast as one of their guests on their show. I Am Katie is a local networking group for businesses and entrepreneurs, and they were nice enough to invite me and one of my colleagues on behalf of Clothed by Faith to come in and have a conversation. I simply asked them if we could also post it on our feed, and they were kind enough to agree. And so we've swung the microphone around, and instead of being the host for this conversation, I had the great joy to be with the good folks at I Am Katie as one of their guests. So we hope you enjoy the conversation. So today I have with me Rebecca and Titus with Close by Faith. Uh, they do a little bit of the community outreach, and I think Titus mentioned he did, he's a director, one of the directors there. Uh, so welcome, guys. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having us. Thanks a bunch. Um, so let's get started. And um, whoever, I, I know I have two people here today, so we're going to have to throw back and forth. Whoever wants to jump in, go ahead. Um, give us a little bit about the story. Tell us what Close by Faith is. Of course, it's a nonprofit you guys mentioned. Uh, and then just background, any, any, anything you guys want to mention? Ladies first. Okay, so as you say, we're a non-profit. Uh-huh. Um, we have two branches, one in KT, one in Deer Park. Okay. Um, and we serve the whole of the Houston metropolitan area. So we, we have clients that have come to us from College Station all the way down to Galveston. Oh, wow. And from Beaumont reach. out as far as Columbus. Okay. Um, we take in donations of clothing, shoes, ladies' purses, accessories, mm-hmm. belts, scarves, jewelry. And we give out to people in need. Give back. Okay. Um, and that's anyone. Our youngest has been a preemie baby up to our oldest client has been a 97-year-old lady. Uh-huh. Um, and all she wanted was church clothing. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and anyone in between, so children, men, women, we we help everybody that's in need. Awesome. Uh, Titus, how long have you guys been, been around, been doing this for now? So the work was started in 2013. Our okay. founder, Abby Foreed, actually began in her garage. And okay. uh, Rebecca mentioned that we're at uh, two branches now. We that's just awesome. recently served our 50,000th client in wow. the month of August. And so we are thrilled this year to pass that milestone and, and looking forward to the next 50,000. Moving forward. Awesome. That's good to hear. Um, so from what I hear the general basis is you guys are helping give out people, again, clothes. That's, yep. We give a week's worth of clothing. So it's not just worth. random t-shirts or dresses or shorts. Right. Um, our clients get a bag, mm-hmm. gift bag, which contains a week's worth of outfits, which our volunteers lovingly put together. Awesome. Um, they receive new underwear and new socks. Okay. Um, and they receive shoes. Awesome. And then obviously in, it's very seasonal. So in the winter, they'll receive a coat. Coat clothes, yeah. Yeah. And okay. we're all about giving dignity and love to people. So our we only ever give um, new undergarments. New undergarments, yeah. yeah. And that we makes do. sense. That's, that's really good to know because... For those who thrift store shop or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're picking up, you don't know what you're picking about. Yeah. Uh, so it's good that from an organization, you guys start at least that aspect, yeah. a little detail. It's a That's good detail. Right. Um, so could you guys tell us a little bit of, I guess, what the process is like? You just said uh, people drop off. So in general, what that timeline is, someone uh, donates clothes 
start us, I guess, from there, what, what that looks like to, yeah, to think, work us to the other end. I think what Rebecca and you both keyed in there on is the detail work. So yeah. when someone goes online to make a request for clothing, someone who is in need for clothing, okay. they actually get to identify not just their sizes, but also their preferences. Okay. So then in the warehouse, our volunteers, as those clothes are sorted, they're sorted into over 150 different categories. Wow. So that if somebody asks for a blue short sleeve button up, we don't give them a red long sleeve button up. Okay. You know, we really try to fulfill the needs wow. as inventory allows. So when you step into one of our warehouses, mm -hmm. it looks very, very organized. When I joined the organization, I was shocked. Yeah. by uh, how beautiful and bright uh, everything is. Sometimes when you hear clothing ministry, just think of some dark church basement just with piles. a pile of yeah. Yeah, musty clothes. A, it's the exact opposite. There's a perception uh -huh. of secondhand you know, used clothing, right? and it's far from that. It's, from you know, our standards are really high, so we always say that if we wouldn't wear it, we wouldn't put it on our children and we wouldn't give it to our best friend right. in need. We're not going to turn around and give it to someone... Who's asking Who needs for it? it. Yeah. Need, There's nothing dignified in giving people rubbish. Right. Um, so yes, a t-shirt that has a hole in it does the job. It covers their body, but what does that tell someone right. how, about how you feel about them? And it doesn't show love. Okay. Um, um, so someone, how do people, anyone could donate? You guys kind of sort through that stuff. Donations that you guys take, and then of course they're created into these piles or these stocks that you have? Yep, for sure. So we have donation bins at each of our branches, mm -hmm. and then we are also presently expanding uh, to put bins all over the city. Awesome. And so a lot of times we see these clothing and shoe drop bins right. elsewhere in the community. And what a lot of people don't realize is many of those are for-profit companies that might give a percentage to a nonprofit, so they've right. got the nonprofit brand on there, uh -huh. but they're not a pure um, nonprofit. And so we're trying to expand the placement of those bins so we can right. get in more inventory to serve the community with. Awesome. Um, and then you mentioned, I, I think right now, that people actually go online or go on a website mm -hmm. to order clothes. Yep. Uh, give us a little bit of details of how that works if someone were to approach you guys or is finding finding you guys. Yeah, so I think a lot of our outreach happens by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, anybody can jump on clothedbyfaith.org. Okay. Individuals can do that. There's a big button that says request clothing. Yeah. Um, also agencies we haven't mentioned yet, but we partner with over 150 agencies Ooh, nice. that uh, range from school districts to Department of Family Services mm -hmm. uh, and, and many, many others, as Rebecca said, all over the Houston metro yeah, so other area. other nonprofits. Yep. Wow. Um, okay, so that's that's one. Is that the main way how people who are looking for this kind of service go online? Absolutely. Uh, to do that? Yeah, the requests have to be made online. Okay. And that allows us to track data. <clears throat> it also that's allows good. us to be able to follow up with them, send uh, notification yeah. when their bags are ready, and mm -hmm. just communicate in an effective way. Um, I'd say that's probably smart. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone do that. And of course, you may not know when you when you when you approach these people, maybe not everyone has the access to that kind of technology. But I think even now, someone who may not have direct access, you can go to a library, right? If you if right. you really are, want to request something. Yeah, so I'm just right. trying to imagine what kind of people might come up to you. But, and as uh, Titus said, when they fill out the request size, it's not yeah. just a case of giving us their shoe size, pant size, top right. size. They can give needs. So is it a restaurant worker that needs non-slip shoes? Is it right. someone that needs office wear? Is it mm -hmm. someone that does more of a laboring job and needs just basic jeans and T-shirts for working outside? Yeah. But also, is it that your son is crazy about Batman? You know, right. Is it that your little girl loves Disney princesses? Just, yeah. I did a bag for a 13-year-old girl, and it said that she liked pink and sparkly. 
<laughs> literally everything that I put in that bag had sequins or glitter oh, or, um, you know, it was one of those tops where the sequins can be reversible. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully, I never got to see her, but hopefully we fully met. Her know, needs. Her, her little needs. Yeah, her life. needs and wants. Yeah. And that's, I just got to say, that's actually kind of smart because you mentioned data, right? And yeah. you're tracking these people for a good purpose. And maybe someone might be, I'm thinking, skeptical or, or doesn't want to take that approach. They're like, oh, they, I'm giving my information. What are they doing? But it's for you guys. It's to really serve a bigger purpose because you're doing such things as a little details of this little girl wanted this. And then at the end of the month, like how many people, you know, wanted certain things. And you could keep a lot of track. I could see how that helps yep. a lot for you guys tremendously on. It does. And what what is really unique about Clothed by Faith, another thing I was impressed with when mm-hmm. I joined the team, is that software is proprietary. Actually, Rebecca's husband helped develop it. Oh, wow. Uh, not help. He, deve- <laughs> he, he developed I it. I helped. <laughs> and so, you know, it does help us aid individuals with those clothing preferences and give that sense of dignity. Mm -hmm. It also helps us go to funders and people who are interested in participating in our work and demonstrates that we're doing what we say we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, she mentioned the range of geography that we've been able to serve and we can identify every zip code where we've met a request. We can tell you the demographics and that 70% of those that we serve are under 17. Okay. We can tell you um, what countries these people are from. And so that helps us know and anticipate needs for the future. That's tremendous. That's yep. I mean, it's data, it's information again now when you're updated. So yep. it's good that you guys pay detail to your back end, but also detail when you serve. Because yes. you're, you're saying you're asking for details through them and you serve specifically that. If you have it, of course, right? Because yeah. I don't, so I don't know how often you have a, how your stockpile of peak and sparkly is. But Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's not possible. Right. Um, you know, and, and sometimes we will have the situation where we'll have a request for a a 14-year-old boy, for example, mm-hmm. and we just don't have anything. Okay. You know, we have that situation. So we would then put a, a call out on our Facebook page saying we are desperately in need, need of these. Like last week we had three requests from different agencies mm-hmm. for men's um, for men's in a size 3X. Ah. And we had nothing. So a Facebook post went out. And the people that are on our page and support us, yes. they're amazing. So yeah, yeah yep. really. I did That's... a post a few a month or so ago, which just got shared so many times by That's people. That we got everything we needed. Okay. So. Yeah, that's a good effort again online from, from you guys on the back end. Um, so I guess kind of moving along still in this process, people are able to donate. Someone who requests this information, they go online, and you guys cater so many different ways. Um, how does it get delivered? How do those people get those needs met? What happens when, when that goes about? Yeah, a couple different ways. One is an agency that they've made the request through will mm-hmm. come and pick it up on their behalf. Okay. Uh, but primarily, it's the individual coming to one of our branches and picking up those bags themselves. Okay. The other thing that we haven't mentioned yet is in each of our branches, we also have a women's selection area so mm-hmm. that if a single mom, for instance, comes and picks up uh, bags for her children, she can actually go through a selection area and choose her own okay. outfits with a personal shopper. Um, wow. Which, again, is a dignity-giving thing, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also an opportunity for us to slow down the process and learn her story and be able to talk and relate to her on a more personal level. Um, Is there anything else that happens after that? Because I was thinking you you said you you track, you have information. Um, Is there a follow-up or is there something else that kind of has to happen after maybe that first pickup or that they pick up in general? Yeah, I think I think two thoughts come to mind with that question. One is we hadn't mentioned that we also have some closets that are located 
sort of embedded in these other places. Yeah. One of those is a home for uh, youth struggling with homelessness, um, and, and, and another is sort of a halfway house environment. So that's another distribution point. Okay. I think in terms of follow-up, that's an area where we're looking at expansion and growth. Yeah. We have the opportunity to communicate with folks mm-hmm. um, in a way that is more relational after that point of service yeah. that we haven't totally capitalized on yet. Uh, I know that on our Southeast branch, um, they have uh, experimented with some events that they've invited like single moms back into. Back, yeah. Um, and so that's an area as we look ahead that we're really striving to grow because we want it to be a relational ministry that transforms mm-hmm. and not just a cold transactional distribution right. of clothing. Yeah. And that's good again. And that's why I asked because just like in any business, you know, you get the client, but it's, it's, it might be easy to get the client, but it's sometimes harder to keep the client. Yep. And with you guys, you, you, are con- you want to continue, I'm guessing, to serve this person. So it's not just a a come you took one time and they get maybe a little bit shy or they don't want to come back. But also that's why I asked the follow up, you know, keep people coming back because clothes, again, it might be for work. It might be for an event. But if they need more clothes then they're going to probably want to come back. Yeah. So yeah. our clients, we um, they can put in requests um, every six months or so twice a year. Twice a year. OK, that makes sense. That's good to know, too, for anyone who's listening. Or, or and we have someone. clients that um, we had a box just turn up one day and it was. Um, it had a note on it saying, you helped me, you know, mm-hmm. God bless. Yeah. And when we opened it, there was all these lovely laundered fold, folded clothes uh-huh. split into the different sizes yeah. with, with sticky notes, you know, the different colored sticky notes wow. on. And it said, you helped me during Hurricane Harvey. I just want to give back. Something back. And yeah. we don't know which client that was, but yeah. that's lovely that a client... They gave back. Yeah, you know, yeah. her child had outgrown those clothes, but she saw that's that they were, they were still usable and that there was a need for other people to use them. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And that's... And I that's mean, very heartwarming as volunteers. Yes, yeah. definitely. We, we had another client in just yesterday that was volunteering. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as you mentioned earlier, they had that season of life where they, they needed some help and, right. and, and we were there. And that relationship continued enough to where, you know, they felt like they could step into our warehouse as a volunteer and, and help someone else. And that, right. that's just a beautiful thing that happens quite yeah. often. And and that's just time, right? Maybe yeah. maybe don't you don't they don't donate, they don't give clothes back, yeah. but it's just time to not everyone has has the resources to be able to donate the clothing. Right. Or to donate financially to mm-hmm. support us. But so. yeah, people have time and, and that's lovely that people feel and that's huge for nonprofits. It's absolutely volunteers in time. Could, we couldn't do it without our volunteers. Yeah. We really couldn't. Volunteers so. in time. Okay, so I think we walked a little bit through the process of you know someone's mm-hmm. needs. Um, is there any other details or something that you guys maybe want to talk about or mention about your organization that how you're involved or just your service and your practice in general? Um, yeah, we kind of stumbled on it there at the end with the volunteers, but okay. you know we have almost two hundred volunteers a month that yeah. are doing all of this work. We have we have six paid staff people across both right. branches. So it's a pretty lean operation and with without those volunteers we 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 couldn't we couldn't do any of this. Yeah. Um, and so it's a huge workforce uh, that's available to us and those volunteers come in, they are well trained and oriented to the work. They're mm-hmm. shown what our quality standards are, how we fold clothes so they fit in the bag in a beautiful yeah. way. Uh, they come in two-hour shifts, and they just crush it. I mean, it's unbelievable to watch them wow. uh, do what they do. So that that's a really big deal for us. 
Um, Titus, for you real quick, just any comment on, on I don't know if you go out on network, but what is it important for you to go out actually? And you guys are a lot of, we talked spoke about your website and social mm -hmm. media, but for you in general, when you go out and you're meeting these people, um, what is it to you that to make these connections? What does it mean for you, especially for, for Close by Faith? Yeah, I mean, it's everything, right? And, and any business person knows that, that, that everything that we, we could have the best service, we could have the best product, we could right. have the strongest brand the best marketing packages, websites, all that. Unless you're making relationships, it doesn't matter. Right. So whether it's <clears throat> Rebecca and going, going and representing us um, in, a, in a group of, of professionals, mm -hmm. or it's going to a gathering of area pastors, or it's interacting somehow with other nonprofits, like those are the right. relationships that sort of give us this interwoven community of people that, mm -hmm. that are in on this thing together. We, we cannot just open up shop with a good idea and help people. It, it takes a community. And so for me, it all goes back to the fact that, that we're trying to love our neighbors well and right. provide um, a really important thing. And unless we get out and build relationships with potential donors, uh, potential volunteers, mm -hmm. other professionals, then we can't do what we do. So it, it's kind of the whole. It's kind of the whole deal. Yeah, I, I think that's that's. Thank you for that comment. It's uh, it's important to have the people as well because you could spread the message or ask. You know, you're using mm -hmm. Facebook to ask, but um, it still takes that one person to meet someone. Or again, if someone saw it on Facebook and their neighbor's dealing with it, they can go over to their yeah. neighbor and say, "Hey, go here because this is the website that can help so you." So, for out. example, that request for the three X men's clothing. Yeah. Well, not everybody is going to have that, but if they are able to share that post for us. Mm -hmm. You, know, you don't know who that's going to go right. to that may have that or they may have a connection with a shop or right. a manufacturer. So Whoever. the more that the word can get out there that we need these mm -hmm. things, the more chance we have of oh, actually yeah, definitely. receiving it. The net networking helps. Um, and let's plug it all together again towards the end. And if you guys have any comments, we'll, we'll go back to at the end. But um, networking with that and what you guys have done uh, – I am Katie. Rebecca, you're the one that, that goes out a lot yes. to our group as well. Um, what do you think has been the benefit there? Or what do you see out of that group that, that has helped you? Because you obviously go to a lot of groups, you're going to a lot of ministries. Uh, but for locally, let's just talk about locally for I am Katie Texas, that group, and locally in Katie, because is it, that's where it started, right? That's the first one that yes. was out? Yes. Yeah. Our, okay. our main branch was um, Katie. What could you say about that community there, our group, and that community that's been beneficial for you guys? So I am Katie is one of the first networking groups that I went to. That you went? Okay. Um, and I must admit, I sat outside in my car for a bit. I, you know, I I love talking to people and meeting people, but mm -hmm. I think we all have that bit inside us that it makes happens. us nervous yeah. about walking to, into a group of people yeah. who maybe already know each other and trying to put yourself in front of them. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, this is silly. Just go in. Um, people were so welcoming. And there, yeah, really it was a breakfast, welcoming. right? Yeah, it was one of the breakfasts. Okay. And then I've been to a few of the the evening monthly They're socials and yeah. um, people are just really welcoming mm -hmm. you know they don't look at me there or any of the other non-profits there right. as oh god they're here again they're trying to get stuff out ask, of us yeah, it's we're an part ask. of the group and it isn't about asking like asking um, should be one of the last things or mm -hmm. you shouldn't even have to ask it's them like we said we've talked it's all about relationship it's them yeah. learning about what we do learning about me as a person mm -hmm. respecting me yeah. And knowing that we are a genuine organization, um, you know, the, the data that we can provide, you know, we, we have a history. We, true, yeah. we do what we say 
transparency. We're going to do it's transparency. transparency That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually like that you mentioned you touched on one thing a lot that you went there and people you're saying people were actually asking about you, inquiring about you as a person personally. Yes. Which I think I have seen a lot there too, where we could have five of the same people or the same industry or five nonprofits, but people who are there they generally want to meet you because they want mm-hmm. to find out. And of course, going back to networking. Um, it's kind of, some people think, oh, they're really nice, but also it's just a, a thing we need. Like we want to be able to trust that person. If we're going to send you clothes, if we're going to send you people, who am I talking to? So I know Close by Faith is a big organization. You said you have a staff and volunteers, but the fact that Rebecca's out there, you know, and we've mm-hmm. greeted you and we've met you, we know, so that if we meet anyone else from the organization, like, okay, well, this is Rebecca's people, right? Yeah. So that there's a little trust that's already put into you too as well. I just met Titus today. So uh, it, it spreads like that. So being able to hear that, that mm. you've experienced that from the group and hopefully may, maybe other groups as well, because I think that's at a core of networking that you need and still that, okay, I'm here for something. Like you mentioned, uh, I wanted to circle back around sitting in the car. Um, I think I know a lot of people get nervous too, because you're out there to, for a purpose with an intention. But when you go out networking and you start meeting people on a personal level, then you you start to feel a bit more comfortable and then you build yes. that trust. And then, like you said, you could go for the ask or even give. Yeah. A lot of people like that gentleman you said you met before. I don't know before he even asked or give you a sales pitch. He said, hey, I, I would love to yeah. give you advertising Did, instead. Didn't even know really much about yeah. us. Yeah. Then we take in donations and we give clothing. Yeah. But. You know, I go to these and I don't want people to look at me and go, oh, she's from a non-profit. She's going to want something and because ask, yeah. I'm an individual. I, you know, I have needs as mm-hmm. well. I, you know, I, electricity providers and insurance and yeah. I have a car. So, you know, the mechanic, car yeah. garages and things like that. Yeah, you know, as a person, I have needs and I want I can to consume. go. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm consume a consumer. Too. I want to go to someone that I trust and respect. I don't right. want to put my car in for service and feel like I don't trust the person or right. I'm being ripped off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want people to look at us as nonprofits and feel, you know, we're only out there for what you can give us. Because, Correct. as I say, we have needs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we're going to have to pay for services, we would rather do that with people that Someone we trust know. and we know. And locally, too, right? Which yeah, is again, locally, absolutely. For Support Katie, right? Locally. Yeah. Um, and it's been a growing city. You, you said you just got here three years ago, but it's been growing exponentially. So that's why, for us, I am Katie, it's really important to, to know the people locally because... Again, we'd rather know your neighbor, and if they have a business, mm. you have your needs too, right? You're not just representing clothes by faith, yes. but you have needs that you, you're willing to pay yeah. for. You, you have yeah. money, and you're going to go out and get someone with that you trust. Yes. Um, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Any other last-minute comments or anything else that you want to throw out there for your organization or just networking in general that you think we got to put in there and add? I would say just keep in touch with us, clothedbyfaith.org. Okay. Uh, we're on all the... Socials and easy to find. Okay. And if you ever want to come by the warehouse and pay us a visit, we'll give you a, a great tour and a cup of coffee. And you guys do tours. enjoy getting to know you. Yeah. Okay. So, again, the the website is clothedbyfaith.org. Yes. Not .com, .org. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone wants either, there's a lot of information. I'm on the website right now. So, if anyone just wants information, look at you guys. There's that info in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people want to inquire or need clothes, there's a... I think there's a portal or something that I saw. Big button on the top left-hand side. Yeah. Click request clothing. It'll start request asking clothing. you questions. Mm-hmm. You just answer them one by one, and it'll get the request submitted. And, again, um, th- this might sound sometimes maybe some intimidating for people that go, I have to go through technology. They want my information. They have my data. But for you guys, it's helpful on the back end because you're meeting needs by detail, right? You, Someone who yes. wants Batman or by kids yep. or anything or for work club purposes. So, uh, I would encourage people to not be thrown off or intimidated to go to the website if they're needed. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, you never know who needs. No. Yep. You, know, you never, you guys don't know who's asking, right? So you're not discriminating. Correct. You're just c- fulfilling that order that came through the website. 
Um, and if you have certain details, again, go to that website and either request, clo- uh, request clothing or just find out more about the, the organization, what they're doing. I see a couple buttons here. They have some stuff in the news. And uh, um, other ways to contact, if they have any questions, is there a number or anything? Or do you usually the, num- the numbers on the on, there. on the website? Okay, cool. Um, uh, have you got I'm, one? I'm happy to share it too. 281-676-8837. And you can ask for Titus. I'd love to talk to From you. From Titus, they're okay. And Titus will give you more information. And there's also, if people have spouses or neighbors or uh-huh. family members or friends or people at church that yeah. they know have time and they're looking for volunteer opportunities, we Ooh, would that's love another one. Yes. people to spread the word. Yeah. We can't do it without the volunteers. They are 100% the reason why... Internals, we work yeah. and we are so successful. So, and we'd love to have new people join us. And how does someone, if someone wants to do that inquiry, how, where do they, they approach? Can go, um, there's a button on the website. On the website volunteer. as well. They fill out a quick contact form, and then our volunteer, um, our branch manager, will email the volunteer um, email to them. Okay. They go in. <coughs> we we just ask for some personal information. Mm-hmm. Your next of kin, that kind of thing. Do they have any other skills which would benefit us? Yeah. Right. Um, we have a lot of Hispanic clients, so we always need Spanish speakers. Bilinguals, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, do they have other? Do they have a graphic design background that could help us? Could help, Things yeah. like that. Um, and then we use Sign Up Genius. Okay. Um, so we're only open Monday to Friday, and I'll okay. have three shifts each day: ten till noon, noon till two, two till four. Okay. And the only commitment we ever ask of someone is. If they sign up for a shift, they stay for the whole shift. Obviously, yeah. things happen. That See, we yeah. understand that. Um, but we don't ask people to do once a week, you know, to do certain okay. days. We have we have volunteers that have been with us a long time who they do come every Tuesday morning or every it's a weekly thing Thursday them, yeah. afternoon, whatever it is. But, it's not know. a requirement. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone is listening and you guys want to give back a volunteer, whether it's clothes, of course, items. Yes. Um, and the, and for oh, I was going to ask that for clothing drop off. Do the people just go drop off those personally? They is can the drop off way? between those hours, between ten and okay. four at our Katy location. Um, and outside of that, there is two donation bins mm-hmm. at the side of the building. So as long as items are bagged in right. trash bag kind of thing and put into the bin, we do ask people don't just leave it on the floor. Right. Because right. of. I mean, weather, Texas, just sun the weather, weather yeah. and the insects and snakes. Correct. And, you know, we have to protect our volunteers. Okay. Um, and animals just coming along, and yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't know. They make so, their own home in there, yeah. Um, and obviously, if they come along and our bin is full, <clears throat> just drop us a note on Facebook, and we yeah. will contact you for con- for yeah, that drop we'll off. We'll get it emptied. So yeah, if you have any information, if you'd like to help either volunteering or dropping off uh, um, items, make sure to go to the website or go to the social media. Reach out to someone. For someone in need, if you're listening to this, then or or have an idea of someone who is in need, then you guys know who to reach out for clothing because it's basic essentials, right? The beginning clothing and food. Uh, there's a lot of organizations that that do both, but you guys specifically, um, I think in the details, like we mentioned earlier, you guys have a, a database and requests that you go by details. So that's that's a good idea if you are someone who ha- who knows someone that needs those. So make sure to go to clothebyfaith.org. Uh, any other comments, guys, or anything else? So if someone doesn't have clothing uh-huh. to donate, that they can donate to us. If they are one of the business people that's out you know, every day yeah. putting in the work to grow their business so they, they don't have time and they feel, well, how can I help? You know, one is to be a voice for us. You know, Tell people spread. about us. Help spread the word. Mm-hmm. Like our Facebook page. Yeah. If we put a post out there that we need particular things, please share it. Because as I say, we don't know who that's going to go to. Right. And... If they can support us financially, mm-hmm. each of the bags that we provide someone, 
costs us as an organization $20. Right. Um, so if someone can do a one-off donation or they can even consider a monthly yes. gift, that helps us tremendously run the organization. Yeah, it helps you know? tremendously. We can't do this for free. Right. We don't ask our clients for any money ever. Yeah. Um, but there are costs involved in doing this. So mm-hmm. um, we only give new underwear and new socks. And sometimes we do have to go out and purchase that. Those costs, yeah. Um, through people's donations or through the grant funding that we get. Yeah. Um, so if people can, and you can say, you can, you can donate through our website. Yeah, and so the website's on there too. There's a button, right? So yes. either giving or requesting on there, one or the other, someone's probably looking for either of those yeah. at one time. Um, okay, guys, I think if we don't have any comments, uh, Titus, thank you for coming out again here. And Thanks Rebecca, so thank you thank for being you. on the show. If anyone's uh, listening to this, make sure to go check out the website uh, to see what they're about and to get back or if you need this. And I think we're going to wrap up with that. Thank you, guys. Thanks very much. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. The Katie Podcast is brought to you by The 25 Group, a Katie-based nonprofit serving our community. Find out more at the25group.org and join with us as we seek to help those in need. Hey, thanks also to Chris Verner for his expertise with music and editing. And thanks to you for listening. Please spread the word, connect with us on our Facebook page, and subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Titus, and you've been listening to the story of Katie, Texas. This is the Katie Podcast.